Hello, everyone, and welcome to People Who Are Somehow Important to My Well-Being, the podcast. I'm Sydney, and I'm the host and the creator of the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sydney Ewing, who is a former MSU gymnast. Hi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I'm so excited. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the podcast. I usually start by telling my guests why they're here and how they're important to my well-being. I really like the name of your podcast. I was talking about. It was honestly a joke. Like I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to make a podcast and I'm going to call it this. And then I actually like was like, you know what? I have nothing else to do. I really like it. Thank you. It's kind of long, but it's fine. But you are here because I have always been a gymnastics fan. I was a gymnast for a year. I quit because I was too scared to flip. So I don't really know if it counts, but I've always just like been so fascinated by the sport. I could never do any of that. So, so cool to watch, but I loved, I went to like every MSU meet that I could and I loved watching you. I don't know what it was, but like something always drew me to like you just like very specifically on the team um, and like your gymnastics. And so now I kind of wanted to talk to you, see what you're up to now and talk to you about everything gymnastics and life related so that's why you're here welcome <laughs> you. I'm really happy to be here and I wish we met when I was there that I, know. I always like I feel like I never saw anyone from the team like out anywhere I lived well, I lived in my sorority house my sophomore and junior year because I was a freshman over COVID so like well no I was sent home I'm a year younger than you yeah, so, yeah. um I Lived in my sorority house sophomore year, but no one was doing anything. You weren't even competing. So. Nope. That was a whole thing. That was just terrible. Oh, and then my junior year, I also lived in my new sorority house. So I feel like I'm so far removed from college and I don't know why. It's only been since 2022. Right. Well, you year and uh, a half. <laughs> had like a very different experience than like the normal person, but we'll get into that. No, it was it. Um, uh, an adventure it was just crazy everything like you oh. had two great years two years that were just not great <laughs> with COVID and everything but we can get into that and here you are now uh well I'm so glad I got to be there for those two great years <laughs> I'm glad you were there too um but I was saying like I felt like I never saw anyone from the team anywhere like, I would go out and I would never see anyone or I would only see people if I went to the meets so oh well I mean even staying after you know we're there I know I always got too scared yeah <laughs> and now we're doing this I know I was like here. I was like these people are like my peers I feel like I couldn't you know yes I did sort of know Leah so like I talked to her okay. once after a meet but I'm trying to get her to come visit for New Year's that is still up in the air but the rest of my classmates are coming which I'm oh my god That's yeah <laughs> don't half of them live in Texas now yeah so jenna my best friend she also we're both from here we went to woga together we went to high school together we did gymnastics at michigan state together and we moved back together it's been crazy like that but then hoff um ashley hoflick she lived here when she was younger and then went to back to michigan and then michigan state and now she's back here too so i guess half i think i saw her I worked for Big Ten Student U and I was working, it was a baseball game. So she was there yeah, watching. With Casey. Yeah. yeah. And it started pouring. And I, but before that, I had to like go and get the food for everybody that was in like the little booth with me. And she was standing there next to me and I'm just like, hello, <laughs> like, should okay. I say something? 
Yes. And I had a camera in my hand. So then she walked away, but then it started pouring and she was literally the only one still there. I'm like, well, that's sweet of her. I know. Dedication. Oh yeah. Um, Now I live like a few feet from Casey. We're in the same complex. Texas too? Yes. So he moved here, I think, for Hoff, but he has a job. I didn't realize he moved. Yep graduated also yeah oh yeah he just finished his fifth year that makes more sense now um well back to you (laughs) so I also like to start by having my guests tell anybody listening who they are so if you want to do that (laughs) I'm Sydney Ewing I was a gymnast my entire life I went to Michigan State from 2018 to 2022 for gymnastics I'm from Dallas moved back after college. I'm here next to my family. Main reason why I moved back. I work in medical sales and marketing now. I love my friends, my family, strong in my faith. There you go. You know, like when, I mean, I don't know the last time you had a job interview, but because I've been interviewing for so much, everyone's like, so tell me about yourself. I'm like, well, what do you want to know? Because like, there's a lot. I could talk forever. You work in medical sales. Weren't you like a, what did you major in? I majored in um, advertising management and minored in sports management and totally thought I was going to go the sports route. That's all I knew. And Mm -hmm. I loved it. So I mean, it makes sense. Graduated. I actually got a job for Hoff. Ashley Hoflix, her dad connected me with his company. So I worked for Agency 720 for like 10 months and then reconnected with my old doctor. So I fractured my back in high school and I got back in contact with him and he offered me a job. So now I work for my doctor (laughs) from the past, but it's been such a blessing. It's been challenging, super cool. So he is the spine surgeon. And then um, he also owns Eminent Spine, which is like medical device company. Well, you said to me, you were like, if there's no surgeries, like, or something like, (gasps) and I was like, surgeries, like, wasn't this girl, like, I I knew that you did something like communication-y. Yes, I did. And it's just interesting how I landed where I am. I (laughs) know. And gymnastics brings you more than just the sport. I met people. Now I have a job because of it. Completely unrelated to gymnastics. There you go. But it's fine. You got that. No, it's been great make that living unlike some of us <laughs> no and I forget these sentences aren't very normal like, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, I actually texted one of my friends her name's Lauren she went to University of Michigan for gymnastics mm-hmm. and I was like hey what's up I'm in the hospital and she was like are you okay and I was like oh I forget totally not normal I'm fine I'm here for work <laughs> that's so funny um well I guess Tell me how you got into gymnastics. My mom put me in when I was three. I wasn't a big fan of it. I wouldn't let go of her leg, as she told me. Don't exactly remember it. But she put me back in it because I used to go on our TV. Like, I would take the remote when I was super young. And I would put on gymnastics. And I loved watching Carly Patterson. Loved watching her. And I went back, ran off. Never looked back. And you trained at WOGA? Yes. So I trained at Kurt Thomas for a few years first. Mm-hmm. And then I went to WOGA and I was there for since I was seven. So seven to 18. Uh, graduated from WOGA. Went to Michigan State. You trained with some really cool people. I did. That is so cool. 
I feel like yoga just makes great gymnasts. Yeah, I think so too. I think they've made some incredible gymnasts and some of the best people I've ever met. So was Nastia's dad your coach? Yes, he was. Wow, so cool. Was she ever in the gym? Yes, she was. She was my big sis at one point. (laughs) Wow, she's so cool. Follow her on Instagram, but watched her in the Olympics when I was probably like, I don't know, seven, but Um, that's crazy how long ago it was. That's so crazy. You went to Michigan State, but you are from Texas. So tell me how you kind of made that decision. Okay. So when I was in the recruiting process, I mean, it is craziness. The recruiting process is a lot and you're young. I think the rules now are different, but I was super young when I started the recruiting process. I visited quite a few schools. I think I started with OU and I went to Pitt and Ohio State, Kentucky, Iowa State, Michigan State, obviously. About the Big Ten. (laughs) Yeah, it was just everywhere, but there's no Division I gymnastics in Texas. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're going out of state. Right. And it was like Michigan State when I was there. I absolutely fell in love with it and the coaches. They were super welcoming, made me feel like home, really family oriented. Like it was, it almost just felt like I was supposed to be there. Uh, visit Ohio State the next day because I flew up to Michigan State and then drove to Ohio State. And it was great. But like I said, it was just like, I felt like I was supposed to be at Michigan State. Oh, go green. I was talking to Olivia Karras the other day. Um, I had talked to her like before just because of like Big Ten stuff, but yeah. I had her on the podcast and she was telling me about like her decision and how she wanted, I forgot, maybe it was Stanford. It was like between Stanford and Michigan and Denver. And I was like, and you chose Michigan because to me, it's like, I think of Michigan and Michigan State as like the two schools that everybody from my area like wants to go to for academics. And it's like cutthroat for academics. So the fact that people like want to go there for other things is so funny to me. Crazy. A lot of people actually from Dallas end up going to Michigan State or Michigan State to Dallas. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, I feel like in general, a lot of people from MSU have gone off to Texas. I have two friends that just moved to Austin. Yeah. A lot of people either go to Dallas or Austin. And I think... It might be a weather thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> here it's freezing. So, you know. Oh, um, it's like so nice. I remember I did want to try the difference, like the four seasons and the snow, because we don't have that here. Snow sometimes in Texas, doesn't I mean, it? If it snows, it's like half an inch and everything's closed. It's like crazy <laughs> the way that everything shuts down and it's like, do not leave your house. Oh my God. So when I went to Michigan State, it was like, you know, feet of snow and they're like, all right, just cover your lungs when you go to class. It's like, what? well, there was a time, this was my junior year. So your senior year, there was this huge blizzard. It was at the beginning of February and I will never forget it because every other person, this was when I lived in like my huge mansion sorority house with 40 people. And every single person in that house's classes were canceled except for mine. And I was in this house, like so far from the Com Arts building, like you know yeah. how far that building is from literally everything. The like no one could drive. Like our parking lot wasn't plowed. I also yeah. had a car. The sidewalks weren't plowed, but the streets were. So I just remember like trekking in the middle of the street, like no cars are out, like walking my class at core memory. And then I came back and everyone was like waiting for me in the living room, like Sydney, how was it? And I was like, Well, the teacher, like the professor said I had to go and have the class wasn't there. Um, but that come ours so it was actually closer to where I like was all the time did you live well freshman year is at wonders we're all at wonders 
I and had a math class there once. You did? That's so that's where all that like athletes have to go there. I had to walk from Brody because like, you know, there's no bus yeah. in the cold. So it kind of like was horrible, but it's fine. And then I lived at 1855 for two years and then University Edge was like that new one that they built. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we lived there. Basically the whole team lived there. Um, or I think like that was open when you were there. Yeah, stuff under it. Like they have like a bubble tea place, like a coffee place, like a bunch of places. Kind of nice. Yeah, the bubble tea place was there when I was there. Eng Cha, my friend loves it there. Yeah, no, it was nice. Uh, And that's close to where you needed to be. So that's why they put like we always pick to go over there. Eighteen fifty-five. You know, we're always at Jenison or Smith. Right, and like all the (laughs) Jenison Smith or class. Yeah. There you go. I loved 1855 when I lived at Brody. And before COVID, they had like their salad bar and you could get the chopped salad and then they closed it after because I don't know, COVID or something. And it never came back. But I like lived off of that. And so I, I went there all the time. So all good. The time. Such a I would like walk through to go to practice and would grab an energy drink and something. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like literally always our team is crazy about energy drinks. Really? There's videos I think Michigan State Gymnastics has posted where they like zoom in on everybody with their energy drink. Oh, my God. I don't think I've like literally ever had one. Coffee is my energy drink. <laughs> really? No, Alani. Alani. Okay. I did have Alani nose. Yeah, so they sent me like um, cases every month, like oh. three cases of drinks. So it was like the hub for people to come to get an Alani energy drink my senior year. They sent them to my sorority when I lived in the house and we just like built a workout because like the house was being built while we were living in it. And so they oh, wow. had just, yeah, it's horrible. We had to live in um a hotel, like I can't even explain where it was, but like a 20 minute drive away, like off an exit. There's a Culver's and a Duncan and like a something else over there. I don't know. We had to live there for like the start of the school year because it wasn't ready. And then whatever. Then we lived in the Marriott. Um, but lived in the Marriott? Yeah. Like the not the Kellogg one, right? No, but like the Marriott, like across like where like the Leo's is and like by Ella's. Yes. Uh, literally Grand River, right? Yeah. Uh, that was better than like because the other yeah. one, like we couldn't walk anywhere, but I remember like, I walked, story when you're done. Okay. But I remember I like walked in one night. I went out and then I was like walking through the lobby. Like I think I was like recording myself walking in, like, haha, I'm living in this hotel right now. And like the front desk people stopped me. We're like, what are you doing here? They wouldn't let me in my room because I thought I was just like drunk wandering in there. And I was like, mm, nope, I live here actually. I can show you my room key. We also didn't have a fridge. So we, and like, we had to eat out for every meal. So that was fun. But what's your story? Terrible. No, my boyfriend, so he lives here. He played baseball in college at Oregon and Arizona. But at Oregon, they actually came and played at Michigan State. So he stayed in that Marriott and he like knew Grand River. But we had like never met each other until I graduated. And he was like, no, we literally got snowed out. Oh and goodness. so we couldn't play. So we were just roaming Grand River. And I was like, that is crazy. We were in like the same place. Right. But imagine you ran into him. Last year I lived, my house was right behind Harper's, like directly behind Harper's. Very loud. Heard it every single day. Jose always got to watch him walk into work because my windows were open, like whole thing. But I like 
the amount of people that like I like I lived there. Like I would run into every person I knew. I like lived at Barrios, my favorite. Except for me. Yeah. Okay. I actually did. I saw not to sound creepy. No, this is fine. But I there was a night where I went to something at Club Rush and my friend and I needed to like go back to the Abbott to get her stuff. And she was like, cannot function. And I'm just here like strolling down the street, like whatever. And you and a bunch of people were sitting in the lobby. I know. I literally remember this. Did you say my name? I don't know. Well, we have the same name, but I don't know. But I turned. I think I heard Sydney in gymnastics because I was there and it was my girlfriend's. And I remember my friend Olivia, she was like, I think she just said your name. And I was like, I don't know. Well, we were walking through there and she was like drunk and I was who knows where I was. And I was like, oh, my God, Grace, like because she also liked gymnastics and she went to all the meets with me. And I'm like, Grace, we need to like they're like, OK, like, Grace, we can bring your stuff down. I'm like, no, we're going up like I can't, I, I don't know what she's going to say. I don't know what like we're going to no, you should have just sat there, hung out. But OK, so going back to your decision to go to MSU, you were there 2018 to 2022. Yes. So you had the COVID year. Yeah, right in the middle. So what was life like before that and then after? Okay. So when I got there, obviously my freshman year, um, it was a great year. Mm -hmm. We weren't ranked very high. We were just kind of a mediocre team. Tried hard, trained hard. Um, Just some things didn't line up. I think we were ranked like in the 50s or 40s. Like it was, it was. I didn't even know Michigan State had a gymnastics team my freshman year. So, and then also all the stuff with NASA happened in 18. So it was just not the best year. Oh, God. And you yeah. Were- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot going on with that. Um, and then, well, like we competed the entire year, which was fun, but we didn't qualify it even like regionals, you know, like it, we just, we did gymnastics because we loved it. Um, and then the next year, we competed about half, half of the season. And then COVID. So then it was shut down. And then my junior year, we trained and trained. We were in pods. We were in bubbles. Like we were getting tested like every morning. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see anybody. Like only could see your roommates. And we were trying everything we could, but things just kept happening. And what caused the season to stop? Like you guys to not compete? It was like a three strike. You're out with COVID tests. Uh-huh. So like one tested positive one strike kind of thing. So pretty sure that's what it was. Um, but it was, it got to a point where it was too much to keep going and I pulled the plug and it was heartbreaking. It was terrible. We were crushed because we were routine ready. We were competition ready. What part of the season did they decide that? Like a couple of weeks before we started <laughs> or like one week. Can't remember exactly. Did you guys compete once or did you not compete at all? We competed. Oh, yes. You were bringing it all back. We competed. That's like, I don't know. No, we competed against, I think it was Ohio State. I could be totally wrong. I did not have a good meet there at all. I would say two weeks before that, I lost three grandparents because two from COVID and one from heart complications, literally in the span of two weeks and decided to fly home for a little bit, like a couple days, came back and it was like time to go. Not saying that as an excuse, but I think it affected it a little bit. Well, it's all a mental game. So yeah, I was just kind of a mess. That was my worst meet. And I, if you look up like my roster, it still has the score from that meet. And I'm like, why is it online? It is terrible. But it happened. 
How did you compete that meet? Just floor? Uh, bars and floor. Okay. So freshman year, I competed bars, floor, and vault. Um, and then that's what I was training basically all year. As a vaulter. <laughs> I did. I competed vault freshman year. Wow. At, like, I think every meet. And I trained it all the way until I graduated. How different it was then to now. How different? Yeah. Well, yeah, after COVID, I mean, it was shut down. And then once we finally got the green light to go again, it was the biggest blessing. I think we all remembered, you know, how much we love gymnastics and how much it sucked to get it taken away. Yeah. And finally being able to compete was like, we can do it. And this is so much fun. And let's just yeah, have fun. You really did it. It was the most incredible year. My senior year was my favorite year by a million. I would hope. <laughs> yes, it was incredible. But I think it was huge part to my teammates. It was literally the most fun year. It makes me so happy to like think back on because it was the best time of my life. And we all trained super hard and we pushed each other, but in a way that was encouraging and we wanted to win for each other. There was no selfishness. There was no drama. There was nothing negative. It was just like the best time. It was like all of a sudden, like, here's MSU. Like, whoa, hello. We actually went from 56th, I think. Yeah, 56th to 9th in one year. That is a huge jump. I think that was like a record-breaking jump. That's insane. I would make my roommate go with me and we would just like get there so early so we could get like a good seat because then people started to like actually come. Like we wanted to sit in like the same spot every time, right by the bar. You said it. Usually by the bars. Okay. Yeah. Always over there. I I did bars like exhibitions this past year. I was deleting videos off my phone yesterday and I found a video of you from bars. Really? Yeah, I'll send you it. You have to. I, was it a warm up or was I doing a routine? I don't know. I can't tell, but I'll I'll send you it. Yeah, I was I, actually doing my best bars of my life. Like, would train and they would like we, you know, we'd practice salute and get scores from our coaches. Right. And I was doing the best bar routines of my life. Like it was like nine nines and nine eight fives, and I was like on a stick street and I was so ready. But everybody on that team was just like unbelievably talented did you ever bars I don't remember yes I did so my entire freshman year but your senior year I'm not sure if a score ever counted I think I know I did bar routines in competition (laughs) (laughs) I know for sure senior night I did an exhibition routine but I'm not sure if a score did ever count for bars or not well I was not at senior night because I was in Mexico (laughs) everybody was on spring break I was like are you serious I was so mad I also tried to watch it from Mexico but Big Ten Plus wouldn't work because I was in a different (laughs) country Mm -hmm. that's so sweet of you for trying to watch I just like I needed to watch I was like are you kidding me like it's senior night like whatever but then I there is a video on YouTube and I watched yes they they post like the whole replay I'm going gym fan (laughs) I guess I think that's them and they and even like, the whole ceremony too. So I was that's like, what I was about to say. They posted it like all the way, like till I'm like sobbing watching the videos. You know, we're all. It's just. I remember, like, it made me emotional. I was like, no, stop. I was so emotional. 
I was so emotional. The pictures that they got were the sweetest pictures. I actually worked my first because, okay, so I took a multicam production for sports class, which is through BTN, but it was like accounted for like a capstone course. And then I started working for Big Ten and like actually getting paid to do the stuff. My first ever shoot was a home meet against Maryland. And there, and I was doing a camera, like, right at the end of the vault, and then in one of the corners of the floor, and I was, like, freaking out, because I was like, oh, my God, what if I mess up? Like, they're standing right there, like, whatever, like, fangirling a little. Was that senior year? Yeah, your senior year. Really? Do you know what corner of the floor you were on? I was in the one closest to the vault. Wow. I landed my first pass, like, looking at you. Probably, but don't worry there. I'll send you the TikTok I made about it. But there was like this clear shot of me crouched on the ground wearing a mask like this because my back hurts so bad from standing behind that camera. And all you can see is me sit. I'll have to send it to you. It's yeah, so yeah. I was so embarrassed. I was like, are you kidding me? Like they were probably watching this back. Like, who's this girl on the floor? <laughs> no, it's hard to stand there. It's a long, me so long if you're there for warm up and I know. And I also, but we were there from like literally before you guys got in there to warm up and everything. So like people were standing at the beam, like doing their routine, like visual. It was just so cool. Like I was just like chilling. Oh yeah, you got to see like the whole thing. I was like, I feel like I shouldn't be here, but I'm here. Got to watch it all, set up the cameras. That's cool. I know that was like a really good first experience too, because you got to see what it was like fully like beginning to end. And it's the only sport that like I genuinely understand maybe besides football. So impressive. Usually it's a sport nobody understands and it just looks cool. I know, but I've been, I've been a gymnastics fan for years. So I guess, I guess I know some stuff. Do you feel like your college experience was like, like, do you wish that you had a different experience, meaning like the normal college experience? Do you like the experience? Like, talk to me about that. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I think if something could change, it would be the COVID year wasn't there. But since we did have that, it made us that much more grateful for our senior year. But I think what we went through made it even better at the end. I love Michigan State. I love being an athlete at Michigan State. Love gymnastics. So no to all those. I would not trade that. Aww. Part of me wishes that I could have been an athlete in my other life. Crazy to think about because, you know, I just, I did gymnastics my entire life and it was just what I did. It was right. just the norm. It right. didn't feel like anything was different. You know, when you're an athlete in college, you're just like, oh, I get to keep doing my sport. That's awesome. And then when people come and watch, it's like, oh, this is surreal. And I remember I went to the first meet last year was against Michigan. And oh my God, it's like, if I would have gotten there any later, I would have had to stand. There were people yes. everywhere. It was unreal. I took a panorama of, and it still was like cut off from where like wrestling was set up. I was like, oh my God, people care about the sport now. Like it yes. made me so happy. It is so different. Like if you look my freshman year compared to my senior year, they're like polar opposites. Did people like, like, meet? like Yeah, but I think it would like average around like, I don't know, a thousand, maybe a little less. Okay. People came, but it did not look anything like it did senior year. That's crazy. The one thing too that I like the most about them being in Jenison, although I wish they could have been Jeslin. Still have tried. I've tried. I was um on the on SAC. Do you know what SAC is? The student athlete advisory committee. 
So I would try to talk to them and ask about it. But I think there was something with trying to get the beams inside and they couldn't get it or I don't know, but there was, there's some other reasons that they couldn't do it in the Brez. We tried and we tried. We thought Big Ten Championships was going to be in the Brez this year because yeah. that was what the plan was. And then last minute it's not, but we still love Jenison. We've made all the best memories there, but one day, hopefully we get a newer. But I went to, I went when you guys were against Michigan in Ann Arbor, I went your senior year. And then I also went to a UCLA meet. I was in LA for spring break and I like my friend and I were like, oh, we're going to go like it's UCLA. And I will say like going to a Michigan state meet at Jenison just feels so much more like you have to walk on the same floor to get you can literally like roam wherever you want versus like I couldn't even like get to a certain point at UCLA because I mean it, it was UCLA but just because of like how you're in an arena I thought of it like that how personal it is yeah it's just, like, everybody's right there it's like a big family that's why I like like going to Jonathan so much but Ann Arbor was fine yeah one of my best friends I was talking about her earlier Lauren she did gymnastics there. So I would drive and go see her. And it was so fun to compete against each other because we were teammates at Woga and then we were rivals in college. I know that like Jenna also ended up there, like at Michigan. Yes. Did you talk about your process together? Like with that, like I committed to Michigan State, I think I was 16, I was a sophomore in high school. And Jenna didn't commit until she was a senior. Like very last minute, I did not think that she was like, she was actually had a roommate and everything at a whole different college, like in Kansas, Kansas State. And last minute decided to do gymnastics in college. Turn of events. That's so biggest blessing. Seriously, it was like a piece of home went there with me because it was so far from home. And I don't know how I could have gotten through it without her. Right. How (laughs) Lauren was so close too. Oh, right. Because she was in Ann Arbor. How was it like competing, but also like being a student? Because I know like Michigan State, like those classes aren't easy. It's a lot of time management. Um, Our academic advisor. Advisor Danny was incredible. Um, he helped us a lot with our school and tutors and everything, keeping us on track with grades, whatever we needed in that aspect. So basically, it was just like all the resources that we were given. So lots of time management. So we would go classes to Smith. We would have study hours. We would have practice. So it's just like you got your schedule and you kind of had to get in the groove and you could figure it out. My senior year, I also added in an internship with compliance. So I was doing like a full class of the internship and training and competing, which was a lot. But yeah. I think once you just figure out a schedule that works for you, making sure you still have time for you and for things that make you feel full, but also, you know, just getting used to right. day by day. It gets easier for as you go Like every weekend. Yeah. So like it's 13 weekends around in a row and a lot of them are travel. That's crazy. So did you have time to like be a regular college student ever? Like, were you allowed to go out and like, I don't know. Yeah. So we did have time to be regular college students. Like we did go to some fun restaurants, we went to Barrio a lot. Like you said, loved it. Love it still. Um, probably saw you there. I don't know. Yeah, but- no, probably. We went a lot, I think. A lot. We would go out more when I graduated, like when I was done with gymnastics. So I had like a couple months of like, I am a college student. (laughs) There is no more gymnastics. I am done. So we had some fun. We spent some time. I had a good group of girlfriends and guy friends. So it was like a bunch of us. And I had such a great time then because it was just like, all right, let's have some fun. 
But I think training leading up to season, you can do a few things and hang out with some friends on the weekend, but your priority is gymnastics. Right. Well, I mean, and you were also like still involved in like the sports world, at least. So like, I'm assuming like, did you go to the basketball games and like football and like all that? Yeah. Like, so you still had that. <laughs> yeah, no. So my ex-boyfriend played basketball at Michigan State. So from my, my freshman year to junior year, we dated. So I was at most of all of the basketball games that I could be at. I love the basketball games. Those were my favorite well, a lot of the time I was working, it was like women's basketball. So then when I got to like actually go to men's, like that was so fun. Oh, I miss it. It's great. It was such a great atmosphere. I loved being there. Have you been back to MSU since you graduated? Yeah, I went to homecoming last year. I wanted to go this year, but with my job, I travel. We do these spine meetings where they're kind of <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, it's like a booth. We talk to surgeons. It's like a whole thing. But I've been traveling so much with my job. And I like to travel in my free time. So it's just been like tons of traveling. I was at a work trip when homecoming was happening. And then I tried to go out for meet last spring. I can't remember why I couldn't make it, but I was bummed that I couldn't because I love watching them. They did not have a lot of home meets last season at all. That's a big problem too. When it's like, not problem. It's awesome to travel and compete everywhere, but it's like four. So you get to choose from four. <laughs> right, right. And one, it was always over spring break. I think I came, where did I go? Oh, I was in LA and then I came back and then I drove up to East Lansing. I live like an hour away. I drove up to East Lansing for the senior meet and then I came home and then I like went back to school like the next day because I was like, I'm not missing another meet. This is my senior night too. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It was so fun. And I was bummed it was on spring break, but also... A lot of my family could be there because it was spring break, which was also a blessing. But was your dad always in the overalls? I think I remember. Yes, the green and white stripe overalls. And he was at basically every meet. He might have missed like one or two through my whole career. Like he was always there, no matter where we were. He should have just moved here. Oh, seriously. But I'm the oldest of three. So my sister, she goes to Arizona State. She's home now. Everyone's home for Thanksgiving. And then my brother's 17. Oh, so so he's yeah and that was I mean four years five years ago now so like when I was a freshman I mean he was 12 (laughs) he was a baby when I went so yeah I mean he's just super dad my parents are divorced and it was just even that more special that he could make every single meet and be there like that while being a single dad he basically lived at the Marriott too (laughs) yeah basically he lived he basically lived at the Kellogg (laughs) oh yeah that one's closer I always forget about Kellogg but I lived right across from it when I lived in Brody so yeah so Kellogg is where if you got COVID and you were on a team you were at Kellogg quarantining (laughs) that's also where they put people in the dorms I think but that I don't know because I wasn't in the dorms at that point but I can't even imagine that and you guys had to compete or like train with masks and stuff, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. It was very tough to train with a mask. Sometimes you would go, it would like go over your eyes or just get in your way. You need to look down to look at the ground or the beam or whatever. It was really hard. And there's a video, I think Michigan State also posted. Elena, my classmate, good friend, she did a, um, a standing layout on the beam, like just like backflip. And her mask was straight over her eyes when she like finished. She was like saluting and there's a mask like literally over her eyes. It was like, okay, great. That's so funny. I also <laughs> went to the, I want to say it was the green and white meet. Yeah. 
like in your gym your senior year that's when I like started to be able to like actually go to meets because I didn't really realize there was a team my freshman year and then sophomore year there was no team so junior year was like your senior year was like the first time I could actually go and watch but I was rooting so hard for you guys like I the way I wanted Hoff to get a 10 on floor so bad I, from one side. I know. Wasn't that senior night? I cried. I remember I was like sobbing. I was like, you did it. She's like, God, yeah. <laughs> but this year, and then I went, I went last year and like, they are on a totally different level than anything else. I am so excited for this year. I'm going to try to go to some meets, but. Absolutely should. Tell everyone I said hi. Oh, I, w- I will go up to every person and tell them. <laughs> yes. Hug for me. They're far. They are competing in Texas. In March. Oh, really? Oh, pumped about it. Who are they? Are they against like Texas women's? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only school I know in Texas that has a gymnastics. It's the only team in Texas that has gymnastics, and it's, it's, not, uh, it's D2. It like confuses me, like how the schedule works and like what teams they're against, because I feel like Michigan State is never against like an even playing field, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they just all vary. Uh, for the Big Ten, you have to go against five in regular season. Whatever five you don't, it's big fives. So you'll go against all 10 at some point and then big 10 championships is all teams. But then it's going to be 11 when UCLA comes. Yeah, no, that's going to be really cool. Traveling might be tough, but they'll figure it out. I'm thinking about Rutgers. If you're in UCLA and then you're in New Jersey. Right. Middle of nowhere Jersey also. Like, yeah, like you're far. That's so tough. But even like the time zones, like that has to like yeah. mess them up really bad. At least yeah, seven is like sort of the same right I mean it's a lot closer but we even competed against Alaska they would come in and compete with us but they had to get there like a couple days early and then train because the time difference is affects you it affects you hard meets are not easy that's crazy (laughs) they had a gymnastics team yes Alaska Anchorage yeah I want to know you kind of explained it but so after you graduated you got a job and you were doing communication advertising yes 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 so I guess to anyone listening tell them what you're doing now so I did work a job for 10 months I was with agency 720 Hoff's dad set me up with them and it was um, advertising for Chevy Chevrolet yeah and it was great I met some incredible people really liked my job but I wanted to help people in some sort And I wanted something that was super challenging, something that was closer to like gymnastics. Mm -hmm. That just kept me like really goal driven. I felt like purposeful and just like determined to learn more and do more and be better. And that's when I called my um, old doctor. I fractured (laughs) my back when I was, I think it was like 15, 16. I was in high school and he was incredible. Like um, obviously did not recommend surgery. Um, And we stayed in contact. I called him again when I was exploring what else was out there. And he offered me a job right when I went in for my interview. It was awesome. But I was terrified because it was going to be in the operating room. And it was a lot of things that I've never done. So what do you do? You just say yes. You live boldly and you say yes. You like perform surgeries? Like what? What do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm in uh, medical device sales and marketing. So I do, I run their social medias. I do any PR posts. Um, kind of wear a lot of hats. And then 
I will be in the operating room. So I get all the trays ready, run the trays, like the surgery, like the tools. So like I have to prepare those and then get like the biologic. So if you're using like donor bone or tissue, I go get those. And then I have to get to each surgery about an hour early. And I like talk to the scrub tech and basically like go through what surgery is going to look like. Like, Hey, this is how you use this. It's going to be step one, two, three, four. Um, so basically I have to know these surgeries like forward and backwards to be able right. to so like, you're basically a communications marketing surgery yeah. assistant. Yep. Basically it does wow. help. Communication is very important. <laughs> and then yeah. I like track the finances. So like any device of ours with eminent spine that goes in someone's, I work only spine surgery. So it's neck and back. So any device that goes in someone's neck or back their lumbar spine. I have to like write it down and keep track of that. And then also with the biologics to like the bone or the tissue. So you have any medical experience before this other than injuries on myself? No, I was very prone to injuries. So I definitely was injured my fair share. It got me a job. (laughs) It did. did. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thankful you took a chance on me because I didn't have that experience. And it was just that I had that connection with them and that relationship and he took a chance on me he was like I know that you know as long as you're a hard worker and you're ready to learn a lot of people will take that chance on you glad he did it's been about six months now um we just filmed for insider exclusive oh so, yeah that's gonna come out in the next few months it might be kind of embarrassing it was like five months into my job and I'm like finally getting a hang of it and they're like all right tell us about everything you have I was like whoa <laughs> Someone told me I'd be in spine surgeries when I was a gymnast at Michigan State. I would think you're crazy because I'm someone that faints. I had to get two cortisone shots in my neck or like I have neck problems. I fainted. I like would literally like wake up to smelling salts. Like I'm so bad at it. I got dry needling, like the teeny tiny needles in my ankle. And I also fainted. So I was like, if someone told me that I would be watching surgeries, I would think you're nuts. Did you, what did you want to do with your like kinesiology sports management? Did you think you wanted to be a coach? Um, no, <laughs> I love gymnastics and I will always love gymnastics, but I don't think coaching was for me. Um, I tried it for a little bit and it just wasn't my calling, but, <laughs> um, I thought I was going to work more of like Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. There's like six pro teams that are in 30 mile radius. So it's like, there's so many like big sports teams here. It's kind of how it is here too. With like, yeah, I mean, it's the big cities, right? Yeah. But it's literally like a third 30 mile radius. There's like, I think there's six with like FC Dallas soccer, the Dallas stars, Dallas Cowboys, the Rangers, like, it's just like crazy sports. Um, so that's where I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And then I was in advertising for cars and now I'm in the operating room for spines. Checking all the boxes though, honestly. Yeah, I wanted to try it all. <laughs> I mean, you'll never know if you never try, you know? Yeah. yeah, just say yes. I asked them, they were like, this year is going to be crazy. The talent is... So many freshmen. Yeah, it's a very, very impressive team. They're going to go so far. It was so fun. Uh, last weekend we were at LSU, the LSU Florida game. Oh. And I was out and I was with literally like the whole LSU team. And it was so fun because it was like, oh, I'm back at home. I'm surrounded by my fellow gymnasts. And it's so nice. They're so good there. Now MSU has so many 10.0 vaults. So many. I think there's like five, maybe more. I haven't seen all of their vaults, but there's studs. Owen. 
go back and I think my like high score was a 985 and I was like wow good that is I'm a vulture how was your far high score by nine and it was like you were very consistent. I could not break it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like and same score but I think it's different also when you're a lead off listening where can they find you on social media my instagram basically everything is sydney e ewing yep it's just literally the same on all social media platforms at least your name's easy to spell i'm glad that we get to meet like this i know i wish that i would have said something you just said you did at ucla come on i know but (laughs) it's not very i don't know it just felt weird being like hi i go here you know yeah, I'd be like, awesome. And you'd be like, hi, my name's Sydney. And I'd be like, whoa, cool, same. You made it so easy. I feel like we've known each other forever. I know. Well, you're so easy. You're Spartan, so it's fine. Yeah, that's what it is. Thanks for coming on. I'm so glad I was here. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode of People Who Are Somehow Important to My Wellbeing. Make sure you follow at Important to My Wellbeing Pod on Instagram and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts.